Evening, my dear friends in space traveling sound. Welcome to tonight's special edition of Sunday. Very special indeed, as we have a guest on this show who is not only a regular musical guest, but a good friend in sound. He actually was part of this podcast from show one on, where I presented a track from his album Lunatic Voyage, named Reflected Glory. Uh, not only is he a very active musician, but uh, he is running a very well-received label on his own. Now let's hear it from himself and stop talking in third person. So I'd say give it up for Moonbooter. Hi band, it's great to have you on. Hello Stefan, dear listeners, it's my pleasure. And ours as well. So before we get into your new album Beyond the Neon Lights and other topics which uh, drive you and most of us these days, please tell us a bit about yourself, your career, your label, just in case we have some new listeners on tonight. My real name is Bernd Scholl, but in the electronic music scene I'm known as Moonbooter. Uh, I was born in 1971 uh, and started playing music, making music, when I was, uh, I was about seven years old. Uh, in the 80s and 90s I work as a DJ and producer for you know, a lot of projects. And uh, in about 1999 I started my Moonbooter project. I don't see it as a project, it's um, the name I use for releasing my music. And since that time I released about um, 20 studio albums, some, some live recordings, I also do live gigs and um, some surround DVDs. About 14 years ago I uh, founded my own music label, Melojet Records. It's a label only for electronic music, where I also release my own music, but also music from a lot of other artists with over 200 uh, releases over the years. Yes, besides my work as a musician and uh, my label, I also work as an author for uh, testing synthesizers and electronic gear. Yes, and that's my life. A life very dedicated to music indeed, uh, which sometimes can be somewhat difficult in these demanding times. But uh, we will go deeper into it after a small musical break. Of course, we start with music from Moonbuta himself and his freshly released album Beyond the Neon Lights. Running in the background already, here we have Planet VHS.
we are back with our guest Moonbooter, where you just heard the track uh, Planet VHS. So, as mentioned before, the break this year was and still is somewhat special to humanity and especially also for artists. Many cultural professionals, may it be in art or music or performance in general, cry for support and opening up rather than shutting events down. You surely can tell a story about this yourself and have done so on social media before. So uh, tell me, what is your opinion about the past and current situation with Corona and partial lockdowns? Um, let me first say that uh, the Corona pandemic uh, hit us all, all people over the world, uh, like a nuke. And of course, I respect and it's uh, normal that uh, usual things have to change uh, under this new situation. And I think here in Germany, and, and and I can only speak for Germany, we did a lot of good measures to protect people, especially in theaters or event houses or, or wherever, uh, they have good uh, concepts. And uh, so I also asked myself, do I want to play in this new situation and um, yes, uh, take the risk of playing live with people in front of me? And I personally trust this concepts uh, locations have. And so I cannot fully understand why generally all these events uh, are again uh, cancelled here in Germany. And uh, let me say one more thing. Um, I think um, that the musicians, all the bands who have cancelled concert all during the whole year, um, has a big, big problem and um, also the audience has a problem because um, if you imagine um, to be without any music for a week and I'm, I mean no music on radios, not in TV shows, no longer in films or in documentations or whatever, um, I think there is something important missing in our life. Uh, I can only second that. Uh, carefully carried out events definitely are not the cause for this virus spreading as fast as it did recently. And where would Sunday be without all the wonderful music? Questions for you, dear listeners. Please comment or state your opinions on social if you like. Well, Bernd, beside the overall effect of the pandemic, how did all of this affect you personally? And uh, it surely affected your business as label runner and musician, did it not? I live here in Germany in the Eifel, which means uh, I'm surrounded by huge forests uh, and, and trees and I'm uh, directly here in the nature. So there's no risk to go outside or be part of the society. Um, so I was not really affected by the lockdown um, personally with my normal life here, but um, it's it's a feeling of having a, a huge uh, weight on my, my shoulders because um, I must uh, see that uh, CD sales or download sales decreased uh, over the year. Um, I released an excellent album in my own opinion together with Eris Yari uh, in the beginning of the year and uh, it was not uh, recognized by the audience as much as uh, I expected and with uh, this experience I decided at that point to uh, calm down business uh, and wait some months to see how everything will develop and now winter is beginning and we have the same situation here in Germany or in Europe uh, with increasing um, infections um, and so um, yes I have to make another decision and I decided to go on with business as usual uh, I wrote on my website um, show must go on and uh, with this uh, that means uh, I released all planned albums for this year in the last weeks and in the upcoming weeks and I hope that the audience and the customers will reward that. Yeah, that I can only hope as well. 
So, uh, dear listeners, if you haven't done so already, check out Melojet's online shop for all the cool releases of this year. I'm sure they will have some albums so that will definitely give your goosebumps of excitement. For example, the new album by Wellenfeld named The Journey of Voyager 1. Here comes uh, one of its excellent tracks, Pale Blue Dot. by Wellenfeld. This is right up my alley and easy to fetch via Manojet as physical or digital copy. And we are back with our guest Bernd Scholl aka Moonbooter. Let's stick with the corona topic a bit which made you having to cancel your November concert planned for Münster twice. Is there any anger or sadness or what are your feelings about this? Neither nor. Um, I was simply disappointed or frustrated. Um, you have to know that I have to give the Planetarium Münster um, a, a playback a month before the concert so they can arrange the animations for the evening and um, all this um, took about two weeks to produce. And this was personally for me lost time and 
Also, this was very disappointed besides not to play music uh, in front of the audience. And at least there is the money I lost. And um, yes, that's, that's also an important thing uh, when you live from making music. Right. Especially as chances for playing live this year were very rare. I actually only know about one or two that happened. So, in thought of that, what do you think of concepts like Behind Closed Doors, which is uh, initiated and run by Torsten Questioning, or online events in general? I have to Google Behind Closed Doors by Torsten Questioning. Um, yes, I know this concept from making music in studios or in, in a room with some others and uh, stream it live over the World Wide Web. Um, I'm not a friend of this because I cannot see the audience. I cannot feel if the audience is enjoying what they hear, what they see. And uh, I don't see the people. And when I play live, I want to see people. And I do not want to do the things I do every night um, here in my studio. Okay, I see. As an artist whose main incentive of concerts and events is to be with the audience, streaming seems, well, not very rewarding. That's true. So I assume you will continue to plan for real-life events, even despite the uncertainty of the future, right? And abstain from virtual events. Of course, Stefan. Um, as I said, show must go on. Uh, we do not know what will happen in the next month or the next year. So if I would get an invitation for a concert or a festival, of course I will play it and say yes. Um, I must say I enjoy to play in front of the audience Uh, very much and it's the only way to get direct feedback to my music to what I do in my life and uh, this is very important for me and um, this is why I don't like to do any virtual events or virtual uh, streams on YouTube or wherever um, no it's not it's not the way I want to be or to, to uh, present my music Then I hope and keep my fingers crossed that we will see some live events in 2021 again, where the audience will have the chance to meet you, and vice versa, of course. Thanks for your open words. I think we will take a short break with a teaser on what could come live on stage next year. Be right back.
And there we had Goods Melody Part 2 from Moonbooter's newest album, which we will talk about next. The name is Beyond the Neon Lights and it's definitely an homage to the 80s. Although not to traditional electronic music of that golden age. How did it come to this album and why now? I'm a big fan of um, concept albums. So um, when I start uh, with a new project or a new album, I have, uh, I need to have an idea, a guide um, where the music has to go to. And a year ago, uh, I came up with the idea of making an 80s album, but not in the classic sound of the 80s, but with tales and experiences I personally made in the 80s. For example, the track First Time at King's Castle was inspired by a night I had 1986, 87 or so, when I was at the first time in a huge um, acid house club and I danced the whole night and I today I can hear that sound of that time in my ears. And to the second part of your question, why now? Um, for me, it's important to release an album when it's finished. Otherwise, I, I work on it again and again and try to change things and that was not good. I made this experience from other albums in the past. So when it's finished, I release it and um, yeah. Ah, I see. It was a matter of finishing a once-pursued idea. Fair enough. Another thing that made me curious, though, on the cover you claim not to use any samples or loops and no presets. This seems to be an important statement to you. What is the reasoning behind this? Let me try to explain this. I listen to a lot of music from other electronic music artists and often I hear sequences or sounds or complex melodies and rhythms which I already know. And because I um, have a lot of synthesizers and um, also plugins, um, I remember, okay, it's a preset from this plugin or for this synthesizer. And uh, with my album Zeitenwende some years ago, I decided not to use any longer these presets or these loops and uh, try to make any sound, any loop, any melody, any sequence on my own. I think this is important for a musician um, to, to create his own sound. And um, okay, sometimes a preset is good as an idea, but to take it to 100% in, into my music, uh, it's, I think it's a little bit boring. And um, I think the customers or the audience have to know that I don't use this and uh, that I, that every piece of my music is handmade and not a part of a preset or a loop or whatever. Mm, which is also a great uh, statement to debunk the idea of electronic music presumably creating itself by pushing some buttons. Great. Well. While we are at it, uh, what kind of instruments did you use or do you prefer? Rather analog stuff or new digital synth or even virtual instruments? For um, my actual album Beyond the Neon Lights, I mainly use hardware synthesizers. Um, not because uh, virtual instruments do not sound good sometimes the opposite, but um, you have direct access to all parameters and if you want to create your own sound, you need access to all parameters. And uh, it plays no role if it's an analog or digital uh, synth. I'm born of uh, fiddling around with my mouse in a plug-in. And it's, then it's good to have a real synthesizer with knobs, with, with buttons and faders, and you can create from scratch just the sound uh, you have in mind. And that's very important for me, and it's auch most of the fun I have making music, not only the melodies or the arrangement, but also the, the sound, which is then special. So it's actually a matter of what fits best. Well, I know that from my job as well. Oh, uh, by the way, I read that you are also building gear yourself. Is that correct? 
I do not try to build instruments which are producing any sound. I only try to modify the gear I use so that it can do what I expect. My goal is, is it to modify all synthesizers in the complete workspace around me here in my studio so I have all possibilities that I can imagine. And um, because I am a very impatient uh, person, it's good to have it right in the moment when I need it. And finally, you can uh, hear that, I think, in my music. Cool, thanks. Uh, I like that. Not that I would uh, even have the patience or ability for such handiwork. Okay, guys, uh, time for another musical break. See you soon.
The track you just heard was Big Disgrace from the current album Beyond the Neon Lights by Moonbooter, whom we have as a guest tonight gathering some insights uh, into his musical mind. So let's talk more about the album and what inspired you. Some tracks definitely contain musical quotes from 80s songs, like Big Disgrace we just heard, and also sequential moments. What music did you listen to um, in the 80s, beyond the typical electronic music we would expect? I can claim that I listened to any kind of music in the 80s, um, but um, I have to understand that every song that uh, was important for me had one electronic element. Um, I still own all my tapes from that time and when I take a look into the folders uh, in, the, in the tapes I see songs from Van Halen, from John Bon Jovi and so on but all the songs I I conserved on, on tape, which means that they was important for me, has um, at least one electronic element. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, that's interesting. Of course, electronic instruments gained popularity those days and uh, were often to hear. But as these were part of any style of music, as you said, why did you choose to do pure electronic music uh, then? and not uh, popular or dance music like techno. When I finished uh, my album uh, Beyond the Neon Lights and uh, listened to it in complete the first time, I came up with the same question. Um, what kind of music is it, if I have to give it an, a headline? Um, I learned that it's sometimes important to listen to what your heart says. And um, I know also my fan base and they don't expect always the same. They want to get surprised by my music and my ideas. And I'm very thankful for that um, because there are other musicians, if they do something different or very different, the fan base uh, don't accept that. And um, for me, it's very important to make that music that is inside of me. And one more uh, aspect is um, a good friend of mine said some years ago to me, if I want to listen to the music from Klaus Schulze, I will buy the music from Klaus Schulze. And not, I don't want to have a copy of him. And uh, that's a good point. Indeed it is. Being a copycat usually does not pay out well. Although there are quite talented guys out there who are highly inspired by the grants musical-wise. Okay, well, to something completely different and besides music, is there anything else that made the 1980s special for you? Uh, how much time do I have, uh, Stefan? Um, I think um, that we best uh, remember our teenage years, because um, um, feelings uh, were so strong, uh, your first love, you're leaving childhood, you grow up, and this all was accompanied by, by music. And as I wrote some time ago, um, in these cases, your music library became your time machine. But let me answer your question. I think a lot of themes which are actual today has uh, their beginning in the 80s. For example, the fight against pollution or nuclear uh, power. Also a lot of music genres like rap music, hip-hop, uh, electronic music styles like uh, techno or club music, EDM and how they're all named, has their beginning in the 80s. Not to forget uh, the computer and all the techniques, the digital uh, uh, techniques that that uh, developed since the 80s until today they were all founded in the 80s and and so um, there are a lot of, of things which started then and became more and more um, uh, important for our society today <laughs> being a child of the 80s myself I can 100% agree to that and I can see that there is definitely a focus on music in your life 
By the way, when talking about the 1980s, uh, there is a modern scene looking back to those years and maybe the early 90s called Synthwave. Do you know about it? Yes, I recognize the synthwave scene. Uh, I think it was some years ago with um, the first season of Stranger Things when this hype came up. And um, when you listen to my last albums, or all my albums, you will find a lot of this uh, synthwave elements, 80s elements in my music. I'm a child of the 80s, I love the sound of the 80s, but it's, for me personally as a musician it's boring to um, imitate a complete song with sounds of that time. I think it's much more exciting to um, combine sounds of the 80s elements of that time with modern uh, sounds from modern synthesizers um, and to create something new. Yeah. I guess it's the same with people keeping up the sound of the 70s and 80s electronic music to have a never-ending celebration of those times. And I like discovering new sounds and music, especially also if it picks up from the past. Like we definitely find in the following track of yours, Einschlaf.
Tell me a bit more about Einschlaf and the story behind this song. And who is Xana? Um, some older friends of mine can um, confirm that I was uh, in the late 80s, early 90s DJ and also producer for, for a hip-hop band. I was part of that and um, I could not rap, I could not dance, but I could scratch and make some music in the background. And uh, yes, I made a lot of experiences in that time and hip-hop is also kind of music that I sometimes like to listen to, not often, but sometimes. Um, but it was part of the 80s for me and so I came up with the idea to add a, a real hip-hop song to my album. And so I reactivated uh, a contact I had uh, to a good a German rapper here in my uh, neighborhood and um, I knew, knew him from, from the good old 80s and uh, yes, two weeks later the song was finished and uh, I was very proud for this song because it's very different from all I did in the last 20 years and uh, this is what the um, concept of the album is all about. We are getting lots of fun with this album. So here we had hip hop on Sunday for the first time, I think. Uh, if you're um, as excited as I'm about this new release by Moon Buddha, head over to Manojet for more and make sure you get a personal copy. There is uh, more to talk about, of course, but first let's have another short musical break. This time with a track by Faber from his brand new album Floating Waves. Enjoy Endless Time.
the new Faber, Floating Waves, which was just released via Managed Records, the label owned and run by our tonight's talk show guest. Bernd, uh, while tonight is mostly about you and your new album, the other part of you surely is your label Managed. There have been quite some releases this fall, like by Wellenfeld and Otarion. So here comes a provocative question. Are they any good? Definitely yes, Stefan. Um, no kidding. Um, we announced the new Wellenfeld album, uh, The Journey of Voyager One, in February, I think, this year. But then we had the lockdown and everything was shut down, and so we decided to wait. Um, so we released it um, beginning October this year, and um, it's I can say this it's a top seller on my label. So um, I can really uh, recommend this album. The second new album is from Otarion. It's called Prayer from the Deep. It's not an electronic music album. So um, you should listen to the samples on our website first. It's more uh, or it's 100% a progressive rock album with powerful uh, guitars, some calm moments, but it's like an... an a uh, roller coaster drive with lots of strong um, climaxes and um, strong elements. Um, I love this album very much. Um, also, I was not so familiar with, with uh, prog rock, but I learned that this uh, can have a lot of uh, entertainment and fun. And there is more to come, one of which we just heard by Faber. Yes, there are two new albums coming this year. Uh, definitely this year, this is, uh, the one is from Faber, it's called Floating Waves. And the other is from Harald Nies, um, called um, The Flow of Energy. And both albums will be released in 2020. Great to know. And uh, I'll have a teaser for Harald's album right here in a second. But first, are there any upcoming releases you can tell us about already? Yes, I um, I plan uh, a new release together with Eris Yari from Israel. Uh, we did uh, the Delta Evolution album together in the beginning of 2020. I enjoyed this collaboration very much because I think that our music is matching perfectly together. And um, yes, at the moment we are um, collecting uh, ideas and, yeah, and then we must see what uh, will happen. Um, I also like to mention that for me personally, it's also um, important not to talk about international understanding, but uh, to live it and to, to fill it with real life. That sounds amazing. And yes, living is better than just doing talks. And listening to music is better than purely talking about it. We had in the background already, but now you get a nice preview of the new album by Harald Nies. Buckle up, because you will definitely feel the flow coming.
Is this the other side of Harald Nies? I love it. Taken from the upcoming album The Flow of Energy, to be published with Melodjet, of course, whose owner and musician of his own was our guest for tonight. So, Bernd, uh, time to say goodbye. It was a great pleasure to have you on the show again. Thanks so much for your time and all the best to you. I have to say thanks, Stefan, for all your effort over all the years uh, with Sunday. Um, I also want to uh, say thanks for the great questions. I also like to thank all friends of electronic music out there. Um, I wish you all a calm and good end of the year 2020. Stay healthy and one last wish, um, please support the artist and the music you like. Thanks a lot. Oh, I definitely second that and thanks for the kind words. It's fun, especially having support and friends like you. Oh wow, time flies, especially with a show packed full of great music and information. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we both did. Let me know if you would like to have more talk on the show in the future uh, in the comments on social. Before the show, I asked Berndt to name a musical wish which will close this edition of Sunday. So our final track for tonight will be by a German composer well-known for TV show music in Germany, Frank Duval. From his 1983 album, If I Could Fly Away, you will get to hear an excerpt from Back to Eternity. Until next week, then, stay safe and tuned. Good night, one and all.
Jetzt.